when we condemn someone for having a perspective that's different than ours, we're causing real pain and real damage to real people. And it doesn't matter if it's in a text or if it's on a Facebook thread or if it's in a private message or it's a YouTube comment. There is actually a real individual on the other side there that has a very dynamic life and they are just like you, just like everybody, just trying to fucking figure this thing out. The amazing thing about the mushrooms is that they speak. They talk to you. They will answer questions, carry on conversations. Psilocybin just pulls up a chair on the porch and puts its feet up. Welcome to another episode of Psilocybin Says, everybody. I'm Eric Osborne. I'm Courtney Rose. Ta-da, we finally made <laughs> it to the microphones. It's been a crazy week of trying hey. to get shit done. Yeah, I bet we sound just a little bit clearer than the last episode where <laughs> we were still I'm snotty and yeah, recovering. You're going to do that? You're going to tell everybody publicly that we had the disease? <laughs> we had the cove, the thankfully. Rona. We Thank- got it from somebody vaccinated, double vaccinated. Or did we already talk about this on the podcast? Just mention it. Okay, we should probably not. I'm not getting it. I, look, the... Here we are. You and I can't even talk nice. See, this is why it's an important conversation for us to have. Yeah. Talking about being nice, y'all. Yeah. It's it's become a, a, an epidemic during this pandemic of people mm-hmm. just fucking screaming at each other on social media. Yeah, it was already a thing, and now there's... A lot more emotion behind it. It's just getting more and more intense. Around certain topics, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is why Courtney and I wanted to have this conversation, because we actually uh, saw, I won't call it a conversation, we saw some mudslinging between some friends of ours. We, we have friends from a lot of different walks of life because of the work that we've done, and a lot of those people have been connected through our you know, mutual friendship. And I don't think that the people who we saw engaged in this dialogue on Facebook that, that kind of set us down this path of this conversation, I don't think they were on the same retreat. I don't think they knew each other really. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Well, I know. How they got connected. I know that they did and they weren't. Unless one person... One of those people came as a volunteer one time, and I don't think he was on that retreat that the other person was on. Anyway, I don't want to get into any names or specifics, but it's, uh, you know, when you have friends from all different kinds of demographics, then it, it there's a lot of beauty in that because you get to hear all these different perspectives, but then it can be really inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what we want to talk about today. We just want to talk about basically being nice and it's not something that i'm really that good at so courtney's gonna educate us (laughs) i am not (laughs) i am not gonna educate us on being nice you educate me all the time (laughs) this is a discussion and i don't know i'm just i want to explore it well, well that's what it's really all about and that's what i feel like education really is to to become educated on a topic is to explore it to look at it from different sides to 
hopefully come to a deeper understanding. Right. But I'm not an expert in being nice. I haven't studied this. (laughs) You are an expert in being nice. I mean, I am pretty nice. I I will say I try and like, for instance, the way you started out this episode, I never would have started out this episode like that because I know how triggering of a topic COVID and vaccination is. So like, that is why I make a point on this podcast to try and consider everybody's side and in life, I I guess. But on a podcast, like we're not able to have a, a real conversation with those listening and hear their feedback and perspectives. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't feel like it's the time to insert any kind of emotionally charged opinion does that make sense not really because that is kind of what it is <laughs> i mean so see this so i'm not an expert in being nice because <laughs> i have boundary issues around being too nice that's exactly well, my point i mean the thing is is that my statement about you know that we had we caught covid from someone who was vaccinated i can definitely see how that could be perceived as an attempt to incite some kind of emotional response definitely because of the tone but the thing is is that it was because we're on media and that's what like even you this morning you're talking about that um what what's it called who's the guy uh swedenborg Swedenborg. emmanuel swedenborg fascinating 1700s courtney shared a video uh on our one of our telegram groups about Swedenborg and it had a kind of inflammatory title mm-hmm. and if you listen to the video which I didn't uh, yet but I will it according to you it teases it out and makes it like mm-hmm. it completes the thought right it's not just like holy shit this is a very opinionated piece it's a really a in-depth perspective on a topic and that's what I want to do here I don't want to go into the topic of vaccines or non-vaccines for the record, Courtney and I vaccinate our children for all measles and all. We're not anti-vaxxers. Yeah, that's you the know, point. We're not anti-vaxxers. Like we're not anti-vaxxers. Um, I'm not a, or I am not a, you know, we should be vaccinating everybody and everything against everything that there is. Uh, and there's science around that. And it's just like a, we, there's so, there's so, all topics are so deep. There's so much to them. And to generalize any topic from vaccines to the presidential election to Afghanistan or any anything that's like an immediate or sexuality or diet or what the fuck ever, exercise, to generalize those topics and make a blanket statement does not do anybody justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's... Is there such a thing as one statement being always true? Is uh, is that is that ever a thing? Is well, that you, possible? You asked that this morning, and I thought, okay, the sun is shining. There's, um, and then I thought, well, it's not shining on part of the world. So I was trying mm-hmm. to find like a blanket truth, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like we are here. Hmm. We don't even really know what here is. Mm-hmm. We don't even understand. We know that there are mathematically at least 12 dimensions. 
So yeah. where, where is here? You know, so I think I you're am right. a woman. That's, Are you that's being, that's definitely being questioned right now by a lot of people. Gender, well, what is a woman? Yeah, yeah. the spectrum mm-hmm. of gender. Is gender genitalia and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and these topics uh, really get people going. Mm-hmm. What, what is it? Why is it do you think that people get so like bent out of shape? And it's not just a thing like there's so many different topics. It's food. I mean, God, when, when I went vegetarian years ago, which I'm not anymore. Anybody that fucking hates vegetarians. <laughs> or if you don't vegetarians hate, you know, whatever, like, suck. Like, <laughs> meat eaters suck. Veg- but like, <laughs> like, like seriously, when I stopped eating meat, my family in particular was like, the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. You lost your goddamn mind, son. I'm like, what the fuck? I just like, like, there's like information that came into my life that changed my way of thinking. Uh-huh. And it incited such a response. What What is that, do you think? We've talked about this exact thing on our podcast early on around change and how when we make changes in our life, it it's... Um, it causes the people closest to us to consider making changes in their life. Well, if they're making a change, then that means that that's going to affect me and I'm going to have to make a choice. Do I change with them or do I stay where I am or, you know, wherever in between. And so, I mean, with this whole topic around right now, COVID there, there's a lot of emotion around it there's like it's this do I choose life or do I choose death and if and 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 there's a lot of well and there's a lot of talk about if you do this you're contributing to death Mm -hmm. if you do this you're contributing to life Mm -hmm. and it's like very it's very like tribal discussion Mm -hmm. I heard someone uh say it in that way the other day like this has brought out this whole uh, pandemic has brought out our tribal nature. Mm -hmm. Like you're on this team or you're on this team. This is life or death. Mm -hmm. Like you're, if you hang here and you do this, you're going to kill the tribe Mm -hmm. or, you know, and, but of course it's not so black and white because obviously we got a bunch of different opinions going on about what's contributing to life and what's contributing to death. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of ethics involved. There's Mm -hmm. big ethics questions coming up, like who deserves to live and who deserves to die. I mean, those are, but yeah, but those to die, you know, I mean, (laughs) 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 I haven't heard of that yet. Well, actually I did. I think we did hear that in the commentary people. Like I think, Maybe not directly, but the the person who was really like assaulting yeah. the other person right. was almost like you deserve to die kind of thing, which is ironic because that's no, the, that's the they person. weren't almost like they were like okay, you should right. die. Yeah, which the irony is that that person that was suggesting that the other person should should die is the person who was suggesting that the other person person should support vaccinations for everybody like it was fucking it's so fucking backwards. so that people don't <clears throat> die but the and and the guy so like there's a girl and a guy and the guy was suggesting was saying that um vaccine mandates are wrong we shouldn't be mandating 
a vaccination for COVID. And the other person was saying we absolutely should. The person who is saying that we shouldn't mandate vaccines was actually vaccinated, right? And the other person, of course, was vaccinated too. But this other person was saying that if you don't think other people should be, vaccines should be mandated, then you should die. And your dead mother should be fucking ashamed of you. Mm-hmm. It was fu- it was insanity and and it like the thing here that this is where it really hits home I think is that there are so many people that like this person who is saying these really awful things to the other person like it's somebody that I I, I have and do still care a whole lot about and it it causes you to question you know, what you want and who you want to allow into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't tell you last night. I'm going to, I was saving it for this because it was so relevant. Uh, my mom messaged me last night and let me know that we're evil because of our uh, conversations around not ethical non-monogamy. Oh. Yeah. And I didn't respond real well um i said first i wasn't going to say who like the conversation kind of was going on you know she messaged and how disappointed she was in me and us for having this and how ashamed and our kids will be and this that and the other and i uh first i said you know it's really not like you know you're business really I mean how I live my life especially when I live it in an honest and ethical way is like that's my business and like you don't have to share that opinion because she's like I have to tell you that I feel this way and I was like well you don't really have to tell me that but you did and that's fine and then I was like she said something else and I was like well you know you uh continue to support a church that knowingly allows pedophilia and I was I was like not even gonna say like where this conversation came from until because I put the phone down I wanted to enjoy our night together it was right when we're putting the kids to bed and stuff and I wanted to be able to enjoy our night and everything mm-hmm. and I woke up this morning and saw that she said uh, well evil is evil however it manifests equating us with pedophiles basically in the Catholic Church and. I decided I was going to say I was going to say like who this was because it's it's so hurtful when there are people that you love and respect and try to take care of and you want to have a relationship and you are like trying to live an honest and ethical life and just be real, you know, and just be able to have and then these people mm-hmm. <clears throat> just come out of nowhere in a text or something and tell you you should you should die or you are evil. And I told her the last thing I said was, uh, until you're ready to apologize to myself and Courtney, then please don't contact me because nobody's going to call my wife evil. Nobody's going to fucking call my wife evil when she is one of the sweetest, kindest, most honest people. And so it does beg the question of boundaries and, and what we do allow into our life and who we allow into our life. And it's, um, it reveals a lot about people that we think we know and people that we love and 
and it's it hurts. It's it, it hurts, and that's what I really want to remember myself, and what I really want to drive home in this episode, in this conversation, is that when we condemn someone for having a perspective that's different than ours, we're causing real pain and real damage to real people. And it doesn't matter if it's in a text or if it's on a Facebook thread or if it's in a private message or it's a YouTube comment. There is actually a real individual on the other side there that has a very dynamic life and they are just like you, just like everybody, just trying to fucking figure this thing out. Well, and that's the thing is it's other people are us and it's not just, I mean, it is causing just as much damage to ourselves as other people. When we speak, when we condemn other people and aren't willing to have a conversation with them because we have confusing feelings and thoughts around their way of living and their choices. Um, then it's disallowing. It's just creating this environment for ourselves of condemnment. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I guarantee I that the peop- the person we're talking about on social media and your mom, they're walking around condemning their own choices so, and yeah, their their own was, life. You know, I mean, uh, a little more extensively, and I really did try to be thoughtful, particularly this morning when I saw that. I really like thought about it, and I was like, you know, I really want to lose my shit right now, but I'm gonna let you know that you're talking to yourself. And until you're ready to talk to yourself nice, then we should probably just not talk, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that hurts, man. It's really hurts. And I, I have dealt with this in many ways. And let me just say that, you know, yes, our child is again in the closet. That doesn't make us evil. <laughs> She's in there with the cat. <gasps> yeah. I guess her crying is showing up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Every now and then, in case there's a new <laughs> listener out there that's like, what the fuck? They just got their kid crying in the background. And maybe they are evil. We, there's a babysitter have, down there. It's yes, right. it's all good. Yeah. We have been trying so hard to get some work done this week. And the babies, the nannies, the sitters have called in multiple times. And it's been a struggle. Uh, so we're just it's pushing through. 75% pushing of the time. Yeah. They've called in. Pushing through here. Because we do think this is an important conversation. This is important to bring up. Uh, it's something that is affecting a lot of people right now. Because like I said, I mean, there's real people on the other end. And we, if we're going to progress as a society, then I think we have to find a way to talk about important topics. And, you know, we've kind of, as we've been exploring this through the week, we've questioned if there ever was a time in American history where we were able to talk about, you know, controversial things without creating this polarization and if there's ever even been a time in human history you know beyond that where and when is there a place where people can just talk and explore ideas without it turning into a uh, violent sort of shouting match at best I mean obviously people or it seems obvious that people behave very differently behind the mask of social media Mm -hmm. you know uh but 
you know, really, it's it's overall hard to have conversations about whatever people say. Don't talk religion and politics, which I've always thought that's like that's so fucking makes no sense because how are we going to educate ourselves become more educated if we aren't willing to explore subject matter Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's an art form being able to sit with our emotions in general Mm. and understand that we have this ego that is trying to protect us and it's very like our emotions are very beneficial and we should listen to them like fear mm-hmm. and anger mm-hmm. those are real emotions that are there and expressing themselves for a reason to get us to pay attention and so if we're able to like it's hard to not make instant decisions or instant rather not decisions, but reactions have Mm -hmm. respond instead of react when we feel an emotion like fear and anger, um, because it's triggering a belief that if we don't listen to it and immediately react, then we might die. Mm. And, uh, you know, at its core really. And so if we can practice just sitting with the emotion and understanding it's here to protect me and let me know that I should pay attention. Um, and before I react, maybe my, maybe my, my reaction is based upon a belief that's not true. Like maybe I'm having this fear response because something happened to me five years ago mm-hmm. that is probably never going to happen again. Or, or, or it just like challenges that, that tribal self, like you said, like the vegetarian thing or the food mm-hmm. thing. Like you change your diet drastically mm-hmm. and people that are of the same quote tribe as you will get defensive. Like, mm-hmm. What are you doing? What's wrong with this? And you know, I find myself doing it still, even though this is something that I'm aware of there. And, and so like, you know, I'm talking to myself through this conversation as well and, and sincerely trying to get better at responding when I feel threatened mm-hmm. and you really do a good job of it. You really, now you're saying that you're too nice and I do wonder, you know, what, where's the mm-hmm. balance? How do we, how do we walk that line of, not letting somebody push us around verbally and also not, Mm -hmm. you know, being aggressive ourselves. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely, it's an art form, like being able to consider other people's opinions and still know that, okay, now I need to make a decision that's mine and I've weighed everyone else's opinions and, now it's time to make my own. And that can be when you're somebody that is making this a practice of learning about emotions and beliefs and trying to figure out what's what. 
there can be a lot of indecisiveness, this like living in limbo Mm -hmm. feeling, which I find myself feeling a lot because I, I want to consider everybody's opinion and I want to be in the middle. Like I want to take the middle path Mm -hmm. like as much as I can Mm -hmm. so that I can be balanced in my life and, you know, not be living a life of like, okay, I'm a hermit because (laughs) I, I've like come to this high understanding that the rest of society doesn't have yet. And so I'm going to like just live in my house and like just not engage with anybody because nobody can understand Mm -hmm. these like quote unquote high spiritual ways of living, which like some people do that and they end up lonely and depressed and not able to relate to other people. So there's this, this middle way and this like, yeah, this balance of, I hear you and I want to consider your opinion. And at the same time, like I have my own opinion Mm -hmm. and it's okay. It's good that you have your opinion and I have my opinion. And those opinions have been formed from our very real life experiences, which are important. We have those for a reason. We have our beliefs for a reason. They're not, they may not be true because is there a belief that's really wholly, fully true forever? Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. And that's why I accept that my beliefs change and I've become more and more open to my beliefs changing as time goes on. I used to be very dogmatic and, and you've even seen me over the years become much more open to things being different than I had thought they were. Um, but it's a practice and it's, you know, those boundaries of what are, where our beliefs are right now should be respected by ourselves and others. You know, if someone thinks that, you know, whatever vaccines are bad or whatever, like, I, I should, even though I don't agree with that, I should still be able to respect them where they are, that this is, they've come to this belief based on their level of experience and understanding. And if there's any chance of, of educating someone, then, like, it needs to be done with compassion like that's how mm-hmm. you know that that's one of the things we talked about too right it's like what are you really trying to accomplish by telling people that they're fucking stupid or evil or wrong you know like are you trying to help them take on a different perspective or are you trying to just prove yourself right mm-hmm. and that's something we can all consider in a lot of our encounters and even in this conversation you know are we trying to prove someone wrong i mean i don't necessarily think that well i do think that calling me or you evil is is wrong because i know that we're not um if someone doesn't understand a choice that we make like they have that right and that Mm -hmm. i respect them being where they are but there is a boundary when it comes to you insulting me or or becoming aggressive toward me just because you don't understand, you know, you rather than asking me a question about why I behave the way I do, you attack me 
then I am going to put up a very solid boundary. And I'll tell you, this is where you don't cross the line anymore. You know? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I kind of, I know that I'm a little bit like jabby. I kind of make some jabs sometimes, you know, like that comment that post that post that I did yesterday about, you know, founding fathers and whatnot and, and saying that, you know, if you're using a cell phone and technology that is based on very cheap, if not slave labor, then you yourself like can't be condemning Thomas Jefferson. And I, th- I think that's a valid point to make because like life is so much more, you know, complicated than we make it out to be. But the way that I said it was kind of like, you know, well, who the fuck do you think you are? Kind of thing. And so trying to, which is almost impossible in social media to be able to make a well thought out, compassionate statement that is fully considered by the other party. And then to have, cause I get like, like after two or three exchanges, I'm just like, I'm done with this. I don't give a shit. I'm like, this is, this is taking me out of the moment. This is not something I want to be engaging with. Whereas if you're having a face to face conversation, then there's much more likelihood of being able to, you know, in real time, Mm-hmm. look in the eyes of the person and explore their feelings and their perspective and share your feelings and perspective mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Because on social media, there's not, you're saying what you want to say and not seeing the emotions flood over the other person. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, you're just, it's just ego. Mm-hmm. It's just, here's what I think. Boom. Boom. I can't feel you right now. I can't see your eyes like you're saying. I can't see your body language. I can't see how you may be crying right now mm-hmm. based on what I just said. And I would never know. Mm-hmm. Like, and Well, even like that conversation where the girl was like, based on your profile picture, it looks like you've got several comorbidities as well. You might want to be careful. And he's like, well, I lost 50 pounds. You can't tell that shit. Like you're like making an insult. You're making an insult directly about somebody and you can't even see the person. It's not representative of who the actual person is. There's just so much more that goes into thoughtful communication. Mm -hmm. Coming back to, so like when you just told me about your mom sending you that message Mm -hmm. saying that, we are evil or we're doing something evil. What's the difference? She said evil is evil. However it manifests. Okay. So initially I have this wave run through me Mm -hmm. of, of all these feelings and like it lights me up and I feel like, so first it's like this feeling of like hurt like what you think what about me mm-hmm. and like you said we're we're here we express nothing but love to you i mean all the time we we don't condemn your choices mm-hmm. that you make mm-hmm. we're nice and you're like if it's like this feeling of shame like oh man am i doing something wrong you know like uh, truly evaluating mm-hmm. 
And then there's like, the next thing is, hold on. No, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, what are my intentions? Like revisiting my intentions and what I'm being condemned for. Like my intentions are for honesty and truth and togetherness and love and care. And so then I realize I realize that fully and I'm like, who like who does this person think they are? Like what the hell? Like and I get angry and I want to say something mean. Kind of like who the fuck do you think you are? And I want to condemn them right back. Like I want to condemn her. And that's like my, like if I were to go with my initial responses, it would be pretty ugly. Mm -hmm. Like it would, it'd be like trigger, 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 trigger. Like I'm triggered. She's triggered. I'm triggered. She's triggered. Yeah. And so, and then if I just sit with that, then it passes and I feel sad for her. I feel a feeling of Mm -hmm. putting myself in her shoes and seeing, like trying to understand how could she come to that conclusion? Like how did she arrive there? Mm -hmm. And the feeling of helplessness someone must have and just pure fear and helplessness Mm -hmm to reach out and say something like that without being willing to hear. Yeah. A conversation. Yeah. Without, yeah. Being willing to hear. Okay. I want to understand like your choice here because I'm confused about it and I'm afraid for you for this and this reason. I know that may not be, I know that may not be a rational fear, like, but I'm having it and here's why. And please help me understand, like, as a mother, like, that is what I want to be doing with our children is because obviously that's going to happen where they do something, they make a choice, and I don't understand it. It goes against certain beliefs that I have and uh, experiences that I've had, and I'm going to have to decide, how do I manage this? I'm, I am afraid for them they're making a choice that I feel like is a bad one. And so how am I going to communicate this, help them see my perspective and also understand that they are their own individual, just like me who's arrived at this decision for a reason. So like I feel pain for her that she's not able to do that in that on social media, the Mm -hmm. people that end up in these really hateful, making these really hateful statements Mm -hmm. for totally forgetting their intentions of starting the conversation in the first place. Clearly. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, some people's intentions are just to be mean and knowingly do that. But even still, if that's their intention, then they're still a person who is hurting. They're hurting. doesn't know how to express it. And they're hurting themselves really bad because you can't go to sleep at night after screaming at people all day long and feel yeah, yeah. happy and healthy, you're hurting yourself real bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Remember you were saying that yesterday, how you were remembering, recalling after a mushroom trip years ago in Indiana and you were scrolling through and mm-hmm. seeing people being mean to each other on social media and you were just feeling like how much pain those people are in. It really, yeah. It really struck me because that is, 
That's so true. And that's, that's the conclusion that I come to as well. Um, probably not as quick as you, cause I get a little bit more caught up in the defense mode, you know? Um, but that is the ultimate truth is it's people who are trying to hurt other people are just hurt people themselves. And so I don't, I didn't see where that conversation in particular ended off. I know that the person who was being attacked seemed to continue to try to diffuse the situation. And I'm wondering how, how, how did that particular interaction end? Who, who was the bigger person? I don't know. That's always interesting to me is like, you know, that it says a lot who, who stops talking, you know, unless there's somebody, you know, if somebody draws a line and they're like, look, I'm asking you politely not to continue this anymore because it's really upsetting me and it's really just ugly. Like that is an acceptable to me in my mind. Like that's an acceptable kind of final word. Um, But usually what happens, at least in my experience is that the person, the bigger person just shuts up. It's just like, done with this and just keep on talking to yourself yeah there's only so much energy i can put into arguing with you yeah so what is this you talked about this morning we were walking talking about you know whether or not social media can be used productively and i'm interested in you having more thoughts on that you know what what is the if any productive use of social media particularly instagram and its eternal scrolling which facebook does now too there's a little bit more substantiative content even though nobody reads fucking articles nobody watches videos it is so like didn't instagram start off as like an art blog type of thing it was more like uh, for artists for photos and, and I mean, photographers I, I come in late to all the social medias and but but when i i do remember remember that instagram didn't have the eternal scroll and it was just mainly pictures and i think that's still most all it is you can get memes mm-hmm. and that kind of shit on there but you mm-hmm. can't find articles and those things full articles on that. yeah this is a really juicy question to explore because is there a great purpose for it i think about the church and sanctuary church having social media profiles like on Instagram and Facebook. And we've talked about this, like how much energy do we put into? I mean, we don't use the civil Sabbath as social media at all. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, we don't. So even so just thinking in terms of say, for instance, um, in our coaching business as well, like say for instance, our coaching business, um, and business in general, I have thought in the past year, okay, I want to step away from personal use of social media and Mm -hmm. focus when I get on social media, it's all about, it's for the intention of growing our coaching business Mm -hmm. and re getting to know people on social media with the hope that they would discover us and uh, could benefit from our coaching services. Mm -hmm. So that has been my thought until I had 
a revelation of sorts a couple weeks ago really not wanting to get on social media at all Mm -hmm. for my personal health Mm -hmm. and at the same time knowing that well I've set this objective to post for the business so how do I do this how do I engage with people with the business social media and not engage personally Mm -hmm. is that even possible Mm -hmm. and then it really dawning on me do I want people do I want to be contributing to people getting on social media to scroll (laughs) like is this something that just at its foundation at its core that I want to be engaging with energetically Mm. and contributing to the whole culture of social media and business. Mm. And wouldn't I rather want to reach out to people directly? And if I just think about my contact list of people, of course, most of those people are friends and acquaintances. And do I see them as being coaching clients Probably not, maybe, probably not. And however, they know a whole huge contact list of people. Each one of those people knows people. Mm -hmm. I would rather, if I'm going to make a decision about where to put my energy, do I spend a whole day doing content creation Mm -hmm. and then managing the comments that people don't, Overall, people don't care. No. They make a comment, they yeah. forget, yeah. you like it, and yeah. they're like, plants a little seed in their head. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're there, blah, blah, blah. But it's not, it has no emotional content for them. Mm-hmm. Unless There's it's no, just, unless it's ugly. a heavy debate that yeah. generally leaves people feeling neglected <laughs> and uncared for and yeah. stuff. So, like, I would rather, if I'm going to plan a day for connecting with other people i'd rather pick four friends or contacts in my phone Mm. to plan a conversation with and say you know just like do you know anybody that might want to know about the coaching that we offer Mm. and um talking about what you're doing and and just talking about what i'm doing even just making a connection yeah like that to me, it feels like in my gut, I'm, I feel like that is so much more valuable Definitely. than well, social media. Yeah, it goes back to real connections and more real. I mean, even like connecting with somebody on WhatsApp, there is a significant distance between you and that person still mm-hmm. or signal or whatever it is, you know, a direct message. You're still like, you're not face to face. Yeah. And I can't see how you're responding. You can't see response. There's just can't days feel. and weeks There's that go by sometimes. sometimes. Like so much time. And uh, yeah, it just doesn't have the doesn't have the weight to it. You know, so it's, it's definitely better. Um, and we are living in a world that is seems to be increasingly separating us from that physical connection. Uh, and you got to wonder like if, when, if we're going to get to some kind of a tipping point, because it's just such a part of mm-hmm. human nature to be connected. And that's why people go to social media is because they are really wanting some kind of connection with information and the outside world, but it's not, 
it's not authentic and it's not mm-hmm. it doesn't have the you know the 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 weight to it yeah so it, I, I, i'm really inter- interested to see how this is going to evolve over time um would love to see people just be a little nicer or a lot nicer to each other through social media and and face to face i mean there's a lot of that still i mean it's kind of feeding back into the real world where <clears throat> you know you're like at a coffee shop and people don't look at each other and there's this kind of a general sense of disconnect and so maybe even more than you know hoping for people to get be nicer on social media we just like hope for people to start connecting again and looking at each other in the eyes and acknowledging that we are all these emotional beings we have lives that matter we have different perspectives and different ways of engaging with the world and that doesn't make us evil or wrong or crazy it's just different mm-hmm. you know yeah and it's good it's great so to great. have differences. So great. <laughs> we need that and even you eat stark your salad contrast. before the dinner and I eat my salad after the dinner. Yeah. And we love that. And I've thought before, you know, do I want to eat dinner with this guy anymore? I mean, yeah, like he just salad post dinner salad eater. This is you know, this could threaten my livelihood. Your tribe. He's not eating his vegetables first. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing the little things that we will find to pick apart, you know. Um, but if we take the time to be curious about why somebody does what they do, then we might get a different perspective. We might find something new to enjoy about this life and, and the experience. Yeah, and it's easier said than done, for sure. It's a practice. It's helpful to have community and our friends that we have. You know, I love when we have gatherings and people come and we talk about topics, we always talk about, you know, meaty topics. Mm -hmm. And I love, I think that we do a really good job in our personal lives of holding the space for people to be able to talk about edgy topics and not feel threatened. That's something that I've always, not always, but since working with psilocybin, it's become very important because if people are going to be getting really vulnerable and if they're going to grow and heal through mushrooms or through community then they've got to feel safe and I think that generally face-to-face there's definitely sometimes I don't there's definitely times like there's people that I like don't vibe with very well and I get you know like like put up a, ba- a barrier a very solid strong barrier and that's something that I, w- I really want to work on I really sincerely I'm trying to work on and I, I think I'm getting better um, but yeah it's it's easier said than done like you said mm-hmm. yeah it is all we can do is just try mm-hmm. just try and um, yeah just try yeah, yeah. Just so everybody out there, just try to feel. You're nicer, doing great. Be a little more curious. You're doing great, like you are. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, you really are doing great. Life is really crazy and yeah. gets really just 
really hard sometimes. Uh, and information we get, we just get like snippets of information that's very insightful or like inflammatory. And then we like, of course we respond and like all that's understandable. And so the friends of ours that are, you know, screaming at each other on Facebook, you know, that's okay. It's okay where you're at, but there are other ways, mm-hmm. more fulfilling ways to engage with people and, and help people see different perspectives. Yeah. We've talked about nonviolent communication before. Mm-hmm. The fuck is that? But <laughs> <laughs> if you would shut up, I'd tell you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's not it. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's steps. I would encourage you, if you're interested, listener, you, I would look it up. There's only one out there. <laughs> yeah, and it's my mom. It's your mom. <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, Gabby. <laughs> communication. No, it is, it is uh, a valuable skill to develop. Uh, even, <laughs> there's a lot conversation there sometimes sometimes though when people are really blatantly using nonviolent communication it can feel a little bit like they're trying to play armchair psychologist on you so it's a skill nonviolent communication is a skill that you're very good at thanks i could be better i could be better <laughs> but thank you not yes all, i am i am i am pretty good at yeah, it you really are in general really relatively are. speaking maybe it's maybe that's uh a podcast we should do is just really talking specifically about yeah you know, that gives people some tools to be able to yeah we could do like real time triggering scenarios mm. and then do like My favorite. the do violent communication side what that would look like and then like the non-violent yeah, communication side fun. let's do that yeah okay not next time but we'll do that here coming up yeah awesome next time we're going to be talking about uh dosing of mm-hmm. psilocybin when is enough what is too mm-hmm. much what is too little when should you take them when should you not yeah. when should you take more when should you take less when should you feed them to your alligator when should you let the podcast end there. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for hope you all have a great day yeah. next time <laughs> <laughs>